Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This is the Frey Podcast. Brought to you by thefray.com, a place for women who want more from life. Today's podcast is a solo episode, and I'm going to be speaking with you about the topic of friendship breakups. This is a subject that people have requested before, and I have explored it a little bit on the podcast in two interview episodes, one with Dr. Hannah Coral, who has written a book exactly about this topic on friendship breakups, and then also in the episode that is titled Your Free Therapy with Dr. Rebecca Ray, we touch on what Rebecca calls friendship divorces. So there are little bits of um, information about this in previous episodes, but I wanted to dedicate a whole episode to talking about it because as we go through life and we change, we do often either lose touch with people or certain things happen and relationships are severed. And it can be really, really confronting to experience that pain of having to either break up with a friend to end a friendship or being the person that someone does that to. Both sides of the coin there are very um, uncomfortable for their own reasons. I think it's important though that we do have conversations surrounding friendship breakups because it can be an unrealistic expectation to imagine that Everyone who comes into your life and everyone who is important for a certain time period will be important and current and relevant in your life at every single stage and at every single age. We meet so many people in life and we all change so much that people do come and go. And that is not meant to sound as though anyone is disposable. It's meant to just be an honest reflection of the fact that as we go through different things, we change so much. And if we're changing, we have to acknowledge that other people are changing and we've got to look after our own needs. Um, and so sometimes you've got to let people go and sometimes they've got to let you go as well. So a couple of things that I wanted, I guess, first of all, to touch on when it comes to friendship breakups is that I feel like there are kind of two main ways that they happen. One is that you just grow apart, you know, things change and it's not like a, like nothing happens and it's not this big like, oh my gosh, I can't believe she did this or he did this and I need to end this friendship. You just change, you know, you might move to a different city, people get married, people have kids at different stages. It's just something shifts and you no longer have that glue that used to keep you together as friends. So there's that kind of friendship 
like metamorphosis where it changes. I don't even know if I would call that necessarily a break up, but you might just wake up one day and go, oh my gosh, my friend who used to be so important in my life has no idea who I am right now and I have no idea what's going on for them. And you might have a desire to reach out and repair that bond and check in with them. Or you might just be like, you know what? I kind of accept that. I accept that we're not the same people that we were five years ago, 10 years ago, and I'm just going to let that one be. But you just notice, like you notice that person is no longer present in your life. The other kind of friendship breakup, and I think this is more the type that I'm going to be speaking to today, is when it's a clear, conscious decision. Because when a friend kind of just fades out because of life, that's not intentional. You know, there's no malice. There's no um, no catalyst that was like, this is the reason. It's usually just a whole collection of a bunch of little different things, mainly lifestyle factors and just changing. But it can be so tricky when there is a friendship breakup that feels more like a romantic breakup when someone has been in your life and all of a sudden they're no longer there it can be really hard to understand and process I want to speak to kind of both sides of the street here I want to talk about being the person that might have to initiate a friendship breakup and also being the person on the receiving end as well because I don't think either one is a particularly great place to be. So firstly, to the person who might feel like they need to establish a breakup, if you have tried time and time again to express a need or a desire or assert a boundary or a need that you need met (laughs) um, and it continues to go unmet or your boundaries continue to be disrespected and you're no longer enjoying the friendship. If you feel like every single interaction is draining for you and you're just finding that you would rather do anything than spend time with this person, it might be time to have a little look inwards and see how you're feeling. Do like a proper check-in with yourself and ask yourself, why are you in this friendship? What is it giving you? I think it's important that we accept people for who they are and we're not trying to change them. I don't think that's fair. I don't think it's fair to be in a romantic relationship or a platonic friendship where you feel like you're continually wanting the other person to be different. So if you check in with yourself and you're like, oh, I feel like I'm always asking him or her to change. Like that's not fair on you and it's definitely not fair on them. Or does it feel like it is a friendship out of obligation because you have the glue of some memories? You know, maybe it's like, oh, this person is in my life and they are my friend because they've always been there. They've been there since I was little. We went to school together, um, but we're not really enjoying ourselves as we are. Just check in and see what's going on for you. Is it a friendship out of convenience, but you're not enjoying it? Like someone that lives in your street that you formed this friendship with, but you just find fundamentally you have such deep um, differences in your value system and you leave your interactions feeling frustrated, feeling unheard, feeling just not great. Check in with yourself and see what's going on 
for you. You might like to first of all ask yourself, is it something that you can work through? So if it's something like um, they're just continually overstepping or not, um, what's the word, not accepting boundaries, there might be part of you that wants to just explore being a little firmer or a little clearer with what it is that you need. You know, a really simple example of this could be that they always come over without letting you know first and you find that it makes you feel a bit frazzled and a bit stressed and it interrupts the flow of your day because you have things happening. It's a very simplistic example, but it's the first one that came to mind. So you might then in that situation be like, you know what, this is a good person. They are not intentionally trying to cause me harm. They are not intentionally trying to upset me. They probably grew up in a household where it's totally fine to just drop in on someone unannounced. I think this friendship is worth salvaging. There is more good here than there is negative. So I'm going to have another try at asserting a boundary and at practicing my communication skills. I'm going to be really, really clear here because I think sometimes we have such big expectations on other people. It's like we expect that they should operate the way that we are. But we have to remember that we are looking at life through our own lens. Some people are really cognizant of a reciprocal relationship and it's give and take. And it's like, oh, I notice you're doing this. I'm going to do that. Other people were brought up in a household where everything was done for them. So they just don't see when other people are making bids to display their friendship. Like it might not actually be as personal as you think it is. So sometimes giving people the benefit of the doubt and really expressing what's going on for you is a worthwhile endeavor. It's not fair to assume people are doing things from a bad place or to assume that people know what you need. So is it something that you want to work through? Or do you feel like you want to move more towards like a soft kind of breakup, like a bit of a ghosting out, a bit of a fading and give them a chance to read the room and see what happens? Because going from having a friendship to that friendship just being completely removed can be a big leap. So do you want to do that or do you want to just ghost out a little bit? And when I say ghost out, what I mean is just put a bit more distance between you and that person. So it might mean that you're not responding to their messages as quickly as you normally would. You're not returning their calls as quickly as you normally would. You're not saying yes to all of the plans. I feel like that is an option for people who don't want to sever a relationship completely, but also just need a bit of time and space to figure out how they're truly feeling and working out. Is this a me issue? Is it a them issue? Is it an us issue? Um, I think that's a fine thing to do. You don't want to do it in a mean spirited way and stonewall someone and give them the silent treatment. But I think it's okay to give someone a chance to read the room. I know that if I kept inviting a friend to do something and they kept saying, no, no, they can't, they can't, they can't, I would begin to read the room. And depending on the level of friendship and comfortability with communication, I might reach out and say, hey, 
what's going on. Or I might just be like, huh, something's shifted here and just kind of accept it and see what comes up. So that might be an option for you. The next one is, of course, the more explicit hard line in the sand. Perhaps this person has done something that you truly can't get past. It feels unforgivable or it might not be a specific instance, but it might just be a culmination of exchanges that just drain the life out of you and you've realized life is too short and you don't want to keep exposing yourself to that situation. And that's totally fair. Life is short and you have a right to have people in your life that you feel are adding value. I don't like to think of friendship as a transactionary experience, such as I do this, you do that, I do this, you do that. But all relationships, you know, romantic relationships, platonic um, relationships in your workspace, I try and think of them, and this is straight from Esther Perel. She talks about relationships being the space between two people. So whilst it's not about it being tit for tat, it should be two people making a contribution to that space between you both. And if you're feeling like what that one person is not making any contributions, they're just taking all of the time, you have a right to go, you know what, this isn't a friendship that I want to be in. And having boundaries for yourself and honoring yourself is so important and so necessary. And we're not taught that from a young age, but it's something we should, in quotes, um, get more comfortable with doing. So if you are in a place where you feel as though you need to have that more explicit breakup, that line in the sand, have a think about how you want to do this. And that will probably depend on how comfortable you are with confrontation, with communication and how you think the other person will receive your point of view. So it could be that you want to arrange a conversation in real life or a conversation on the phone, or maybe you want to write a letter, or maybe it's a text message. There are pros and cons to all of these, right? Like doing it in real life can be really uncomfortable, and you might have to sit there and hold space for someone while they're processing and trying to make sense of it, because it hurts. Like rejection hurts, and someone ending a friendship with you can be just as painful as a romantic partner ending a relationship as well. So have a think about the way that you want to communicate your message. Be clear and direct and honest, but also be compassionate. You know, if this is someone that you've enjoyed over any time period where it's been, whether it's been, excuse me, 10 years or 10 minutes, if this is someone that you have enjoyed time with, be compassionate with your delivery. I would encourage you to use I statements. So making it about your experience in the friendship can just be a really helpful way to get your point across without causing someone else to become inflammatory. So I statements such as I'm feeling dit, dit, dit. I don't want dit, 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 rather than going, you never, you always. Try not to speak in absolutes because when we speak in absolutes, what the other person hears then causes them, it's a trigger for them to begin automatically scanning their memory bank of all the times that wasn't true. So when I say absolutes, what I mean is 
you always make me feel terrible. What the other person is going to hear is, oh my God, I've done something wrong. Let me quickly find all of the information that's saved in my brain space to prove to you that you're wrong. So they're going to come back defensive and offer you examples of times that they didn't do that. Versus you saying, lately when we've been spending time together, I walk away and I'm feeling whatever it is. It just makes it easier for the other person to understand. And whilst it's not our responsibility, you know, to mollify or whatever, you know, it's not our responsibility to baby someone, I think it is just like the nice human thing to do is to make it easier for them to process and understand. And in turn, it makes it easier on you as well. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Go into this conversation or this communication exchange, however it's happening, knowing your boundaries, um, knowing your limits. So if you want to express this via text message or phone, but they're really insistent on meeting up in person, but that's a boundary for you because you just know his, like historically, if you get in that situation, you find it hard to speak your truth and you want to people, please know that boundary and uphold that boundary. And not just when it comes to communicating this friendship breakup, but as you move through it, know your boundaries, know that perhaps you're not going to engage if things get heated or become, you know, inflamed and they escalate and the other person's not processing it well and they become defensive and kind of attack you or anything like that. And I'm saying attack, but that you could feel attack attacked through an onslaught of text messages, you know. So just know your limits, honor your boundaries um, and stick with them. So you probably will want to do a fair bit of thinking and processing and even like just light planning before you go ahead with this. Ultimately, who you have in your life is your choice and it's your right. Like it's your right to be really intentional with how you spend your time. We've all heard that very well-known saying about how we become the average of the five people we spend the most time with. So just keep that in mind. Um, the other thing that I want you to keep in mind is it's so important to keep your side of the street clean as well. If you're going to be cognizant of other people's shortcomings, you better be cognizant of your own. You know, don't go into a conversation not being willing to listen and to also be reflective on your own behavior. I think that's a big one. That's one of my notes. Keep your side of the street clean. And the reason I have that written down is because if you're not doing your own work, but you're expecting other people to be these 
you know, enlightened beings who are going to be so aware of what's going on for you, it's not fair. It's it's a bridge too far, in my opinion. So if you're thinking about ending a friendship, also just think about your role in the friendship as well, first and foremost. Because if you are not keeping your side of the street clean, if you're not doing your work, if you're not communicating, if you're not recognizing your own triggers and your own value system, that's probably the first place to start. Now, if someone has broken up with you, if a friend has come to you either in real life or via text message or they're just fading out, it can be really, really painful. If someone is just kind of fading out and they're not as responsive, they're not engaging with you, they're not making plans with you, they're never the first one to reach out, you can of course read the room and feel that. I would encourage you, as I said earlier in this episode, to check in with yourself. How do you feel? Do you want to ask the question, is something going on here? Have I done something to make you feel like you want to put some more distance between us? Have I missed something in this friendship? And I think that that's a really great place to start. If you can feel that there's like a little bit of uneasiness, but your friend hasn't boarded up with you, but you can feel they're putting distance between you, you might have to go first. Sometimes we have to go first in life. Someone has to. And you might want to reach out and again, using I statements, just say, hey, like I have felt, dit, 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 whatever it is, I have felt um, like you're not as available. Is there something going on for you? Is there something that I have done? I would love to know. Please let me know. I really value this friendship. If you do, if you don't value the friendship and it's kind of a mutual ghosting out, just let it take place. You know, I don't think everything has to be a big song and dance. It's the same with dating. You know, sometimes two people just mutually ghost out and there's no need to, you know, circle back to it and be like, hey, just want to confirm we're both ghosting out here. Sometimes it's just a mutual, oh yeah, we're going to let this one go. So as always, looking inwards, using I statements, maybe reaching out first if you feel like it is something really important to you. Again, back to not making everything super personal. Someone in your life could be going through something massive that you have no idea about and you're over here thinking, oh, she never wants to catch up anymore, but she's just found out that one of her parents is really unwell and she's processing it and she's not quite ready to talk about it. There are a million different things that could be happening. When someone has a baby, that can be a time that friends feel really discarded on both sides of the street there. So just kind of looking at the bigger picture, but of course, reading the room. If this friendship breakup is happening and your friend has been really, um, like really forthcoming and saying, hey, I feel like, you know, we're two different people and it's time to maybe move on and let this friendship go. It can feel so devastating. I have been on the receiving end of a text message from someone that just like absolutely floored me and made me feel so disposable, so discarded, so rejected. And I felt like it was so out of the blue and so unexpected and at a time where I was like, are you kidding? Like it was just, I, 
it still like <laughs> still makes me want to cry just thinking about it. It can be really triggering, right? If a friend is ending a friendship with you, it can trigger so many things from your childhood beliefs to past breakups to issues of never feeling worthy, never feeling relevant, never feeling good enough. It can just set off like a whole series of negative emotions and a negative spiral. So just know that if you're in that place, if someone has ended a friendship and you're having like a really big reaction to it, you're probably being triggered. I mean, of course, a big reaction is normal. If someone you love and care about and has been part of your life is ending something, like that's normal to have a big reaction. But if you're having this disproportionate reaction, as um, Melanie Hirsch said in my interview with her, if it is hysterical, it's historical. So if you're having this big hysterical reaction, it's probably because it is triggering something below the surface for you. So if you are triggered, I would encourage you to take a pause and come back to this interaction when you feel like you can be um, productive and engaging from a place of compassion and honesty versus coming from a place of being defensive and being hurt and being reactive. It is okay to take a pause. It is okay to say to this person, hey, I hear you. Thank you. Like, thank you for coming to me and telling me how you feel. But I just need some time to process and I'm going to come back to this when I feel like I can give you more of a compassionate response. Like that's a grown up thing to do. And that's, that's what we're aiming for, right? That's why we're here. We want to grow. We want to be our best selves. Something else I want to touch on is accepting the fact that you might never get closure or you might never agree with the person doing the breaking up. And that can be a really bitter pill to swallow. Closure has been on my mind a lot lately. I feel like I am someone who needs reconciliation and closure in my mind to be able to process and move on because I want the lesson. I want to understand why, why has this happened? Why did I act that way? Why did the person act that way? Like I need to be able to make sense of it. Something I'm working on is like just going, you know what, Kylie, you don't need to make sense of everything. Just let, let some things go. Let some things slide. Work in progress, trying to sit under that umbrella of acceptance. But if someone has come to you and they want to end a friendship, you might want to get closure and have this ending of a friendship that you both agree upon. You might want to really understand the person, but you may never get that because you just might never get to the point where you can agree and understand what they're saying, or they might not be willing to give you the information. And I've had that experience where someone has just said, nope, like this is it. And I'm not going to even tell you why. And that I think is just so, it can be so discombobulating. It can just really send you on a tailspin. And I feel like it's a really unfair thing to do, but I also can respect some people just don't have the space to go into it with you. There are a couple of things that you can do, I think, that can help with closure. And again, as I said, closure has been on my mind and I'm going to record an episode specifically on closure in romantic partnerships. But you can do a few things like journaling on the process, talking to someone about it, speaking to a therapist about it, speaking to other friends about it. 
I would always encourage on the topic of speaking to other friends, never talk shit about someone. You don't need to do it. You know, you don't drag someone just because you're hurting. And that goes for both sides of the street there. If you're the one doing the breaking up or you're the one being broken up with, dragging someone behind their back is never a good idea. And when I say dragging, shit talking is basically what I mean. Writing the person a letter but never sending it can be helpful as well particularly if you're being met with someone who is kind of stonewalling and they're like, I've hit the eject button and I'm out of here. And you're like, but, 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 you know, but, I want you to, I want you to see my side of it. Writing them a really detailed letter and just pouring everything into it is great, but you don't need to give it to them. You know, it's not your job to convince someone else. It's not your job to make someone hear you if they don't want to, if they're not asking you about your experience, if they're not wanting your input, One, they're probably not doing their own self-work and it might just be this is their attachment style, they're avoidant and they're literally hitting the eject button and closing off. And you will find that there are people in life who do this and they will have a pattern of it. They will have a pattern of cutting people off, then having new friends very fast, very um, like attaching to people very quickly. So that can be helpful, writing a letter, acknowledging that you might need to speak with someone, having a cry, letting it move out of your body, processing it in whatever way you like to process. Working out is a big one for me. Obviously, I speak about that all the time. Writing, just an understanding that there are going to be waves of sadness and grief. You're going to miss this person. Um, It can be a really confusing time. Be aware of what you're feeling and how you feel, because if you're not naming it, if you're not acknowledging what's going on for you internally, it will come out externally. It might come out in a health issue. It might come out in being really impatient with a coworker or like having road rage, you know, like you might just be like, why am I so fucking grumpy? And it's because inside you feel triggered and out of control and just deeply hurt. You know, you might just feel anger and anger, I think is sadness right like if we're angry then usually below the anger there is a deep sadness so check in with yourself practice that self-compassion how am I feeling name it say it out loud let it exist don't shove it down don't stifle it don't push it away life is about experiencing all of the range and it's not easy um Also go hard on your self-care practices, like hit them hard. It's the same as when you're going through a romantic breakup. Like you might need to just go full turkey, absolute no contact with that person. You might need to remove them from your social media because it's just too painful at the moment. Whatever self-care practices you need to do, do them. Really lean into looking after yourself versus trying to stress and worry about the other person's experience of you. We cannot control how other people perceive us and that can be a very painful realization in life. And you might get to a point where you're like, you know what, I just have to accept their version of events and I have to accept their view of me even though I don't agree with it. And that saying about, you know, what other people think about you is none of your business has never been more true in this situation. I'm sure you can hear the birds in the background there. I'm recording this early in the morning. The last thing that I wanted to leave you with is something I find helpful. 
when I am struggling with understanding why someone has moved on from my life. And that is the saying about people enter your life for a reason, a season or a lifetime. Reason, season, lifetime. There will be people who are lifers, who are always there. You know, I've got friends that I don't speak to every day, but if I ring them, they're there. You know, one of my dearest friends, actually two of my dearest friends that one I have known since I was like a, like 14 and then the other one from when I was a flight attendant. So in my early twenties, and those are two women who I just love so deeply, but I don't need to talk to them every single day. They are just lifers, you know, they're lifetime friends. And then there are people who will come in for a season, you know, they're just here for a little bit. They stick around. It's fun. You enjoy each other's company. It's short lived. And then there are people who are sent to you for a reason. And when I say reason, my interpretation of that is they're entering your life path and you're entering their life path because you're going to trigger something in each other. And when I say trigger, that doesn't necessarily mean negative. You could be crossing paths with someone because you're about to inspire them, change their life in a way that they don't even realize. Or maybe it is an invitation to do the work on yourself. You know, this person's come into your life and they're so much like your mum. And it's like, oh, holy shit, I've got to like heal this so I don't keep repeating this experience. So just sit with that. If someone is exiting your life or you're letting someone go from your life, reason, season, lifetime. I hope this episode has been helpful for you. It's really hard. Going through a friendship breakup sucks. It's really hard. Um, But... It is sometimes just part of life and sometimes it makes space for deeper and more authentic and more real connections. So I will leave this episode here. If you enjoyed it, please let me know. Slide into the DMs over on Instagram at Kylie Camps. Pop this episode up on your stories. If it's hit a nerve, come over to our Frey Facebook group and share your experience of going through a friendship breakup there. I'm sure that there are lots of people in that group who can so deeply relate to this interesting and complex experience um, that you're going through. So I appreciate you listening and I will talk to you really soon. It would mean the world if you haven't yet subscribed to the podcast, hit the follow button, hit subscribe. It's really helpful for us in terms of getting our episodes out to more people as well. I'll talk to you soon.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.